0: In a world where anyone can have a podcast, Peter Von Panda is one of them. Rants are taken to a whole new level. This is the Peter Von Panda Podcast, a giant waste of time. What's happening Panda Nation? Peter from Panda here. I want to tell you why I don't use eBay international shipping anymore. I used to think I actually loved it when it came out because you know when you would ship internationally they, they would have these estimators in there and they were never good and I'm not sure if I was just overpacking stuff but you know it's like I, I don't know how they were so wrong but then I would take stuff to the post office. I would fill out the customs form or whatever send it out and it was always like three times what eBay charged for shipping. And so I was always losing money. And so eBay added this thing, international shipping, and it kind of goes to their own hub. Um, You know, for you as an individual, as a seller, it just looks like a domestic shipment. And so you know what it is. If it fits in a medium rate, you know, USPS box and it's going to go for 11 bucks, it'll go for 11 bucks and it gets down to the shipping center. And I think there's a few around the country and all well and good. All well and good, my friend. And I thought it was great because then they handle it and they handle the tracking. And in fact, the one thing that was nice is that for some reason, I think it got intercepted by customs and eBay refunded the buyer. And I still kept my money. So they had some sort of insurance in there when they can't get it through. So, um, you know, I was pretty happy with it. But I will say that over the last year, the reason I don't add it anymore is... um, (sighs) a few reasons, but I'm going to give you the example. So in one case, I sent something internationally and the guy uh, said, Hey, I got this. uh, It was a Chromebook or a laptop or a notebook of some sort. And it doesn't work. Okay. No problem. Send it back and I will refund you no sweat. But it doesn't even dawn on me that these buyers are sometimes international because you don't see that necessarily on my end. And his issue was, you know, I'm not going to spend 100 bucks to send it back to you. All right, this is an interesting situation now, right? Because now I would give you the refund. Um, I kind of suspect the laptop actually works, but you're not going to send it back because of the cost. I'm not going to refund you because you're saying that it doesn't work, but I can't verify it and eBay wants to be hands off on it. And so um, ultimately what I did was what I just felt was the right thing was I refunded the guy. Now I stopped doing that because I think that's actually a bit of a scam. I think that's a scam because immediately afterwards he closed his account. I was actually trying to reach back out to him and, you know, uh, see if I could help him diagnose it. But then, you know, it said like this eBay profile no longer exists. So let that be a lesson to you. Uh, the overseas people may be looking for a laptop, an item that works. They'll dispute it, wait for the refund, and then close their account. Not a big surprise, and something that's a couple hundred bucks or even more uh, could definitely be worth it in that case. Now, the most recent one was an issue where uh, I think when I send the item to eBay, I think they just round up the approximate value to the nearest $100 because I think insurance gets sold in $100 increments. So, in this case, uh, the electronic, and again, it might have been a Chromebook or something, was like $110. But what eBay declares it is, is $199, and I think that's best because if you get over that $100, any $100 increment, it's the same price whether you're insuring an additional $10 or additional $100, I think. So I had nothing to do with this. But what ended up happening is that it goes through customs on the receiving person's country, and then they look at that value and they charge them duty or import taxes based on that value. Now, I didn't set that value, and I sold it for $110, so all I care about is reporting $110, but I think eBay's system doesn't necessarily look at it that closely. And I can't speak for them, but that's just my assumption, because I did not put $199 anywhere on the declared value. And I don't know why I would have, because that's not what the auction ended up selling for. Now, there might be repackaging and stuff like that that eBay is trying to protect themselves on, you know um it's totally possible or maybe they're inspecting it and repackaging it and taking out the domestic packaging so you know all in they're they're trying to protect themselves i i i'm not sure what the deal is but the buyer was disputing whether he should have to pay the duty on the other 90 dollars of value that the item really didn't have and again that wasn't determined by me that was determined by ebay but they didn't want to have anything to do with it. That's just what they did, you know. And so I get it. And probably not a huge deal in terms of the cost, right? When you're paying the tax on a difference. But I don't think that's my responsibility. I don't think it's really the buyer's responsibility to overpay on the taxes. I think that's eBay. And either if they're going to provide that service, they've got to get it right and then stand by it and correct it when it happens. But it just showed me that the reality is there is pretty much no reason. You know, there is no reason to do the overseas stuff for me anymore. So I just remove it. Um, The only oversee checkbox, you know, if you go to international shipping options, you can uh, check the ones that you want or uncheck the ones that you don't want to send to or, or vice versa. So I uncheck Europe, Russia, Asia, everything. The only thing I leave there is North America because that still allows you to do Canada. And I was feeling like if I took off North America, does that remove America itself or USA itself? I don't know. So that is my experience with it. That's why I never do the international shipping. And the reality is, you know, depending on what you're selling, unless it's really unique to some area culturally, geographically, you know, you may get, you may lose that one bidder overseas. And so it may go to someone domestically. So you may get $5 less, $10 less, I'm not sure, but you may get one bid less on your item. But the hassle avoided right the headaches avoided are worth it in my opinion like the details of things don't work out or the scams or whatever it is it just you know i've lost hundreds of dollars on these in the past and the additional value that i've gotten from it is non-existent so unfortunately for the people overseas and i'm not necessarily trying to start a trend here but i don't think you can bid on the us stuff i don't think you should because it's it's such a pain and i would encourage people Generally to remove international shipping, even though it's convenient to you even though ebay handles all that stuff um, I would say that they handle it from a logistics standpoint But my experience with them stepping up when the exceptions happen has been pretty poor And I'm not saying they're the worst I'm not saying that but it's just one of those things where it's easy enough for me to turn it off and avoid it altogether because I would say that Pretty reliably when it ships internationally, it's a headache and I just don't even know when I have left all that stuff on it. It looks like a domestic shipment to me. And so I'm always surprised when it comes up and then I realize, yep, that makes sense. That makes sense that someone overbid on a laptop that didn't have that value because they were going to try to get it for free later. Anyway, that's my advice uh, and my rant about it. If you are selling on eBay and you want to avoid some headaches, just when you go down to that global international shipping option, I would just turn it off. That's it. Peter Von Panda, out. This is the Peter Von Panda podcast. A giant waste of time.